I go to the gym a lot and it's purely, I've got a four-year-old. I need to make sure he can't beat yeah. me up. <laughs> I got to be able to I stay. think when he's like five, he's probably going to be able to beat Jason up. But right now, yeah. <laughs> I've got another couple months. <laughs> I've got an acronym for you. Oh, more acronyms. Wonderful. What is it? It's the IBE, the Industrial Buying Engine. It's the newest innovation by the team at Thomas to help you grow your industrial business. You know, I know a thing or two about the Industrial Buying Engine. You can drive more revenue by reaching the 1.5 million verified buyers on Thomas. It's a streamlined three-step process. First, you message buyers. Second, you quote projects. And third, you get paid. The industrial buying engine is accessible from the company's ThomasNet dashboard. Get your free profile today at thomasnet.com slash claim to get started with Thomas and the industrial buying engine. And we're going to sweeten the deal. Our listeners get a 25% off annual subscription with the code CHIPS25, C-H-I-P-S 25. Jason. Yes. Are you an expert in anything? I am an expert. In what? Talking. Yeah, okay, because you got the podcast. Yeah. Anything else? Well, my wife says being extra. Being extra. Yeah. Yeah, I have to agree. What with about you? Right there. I think I'm an expert, like Daredevil. Don't say Maybe like race car driver. Oh, yeah. Daredevil. Yeah. So, so I like remember that. when you peed your pants in <laughs> Titan's car. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we're not going to talk one. about that. If the sound of a machine tool removing metal gets your blood pumping, then you are Metalworking Nation. This is Making Chips, where we talk all things metalworking, engineering and design, production and tooling combined with business best practices, technology, marketing, news, and new media for manufacturing professionals. Here are your hosts. Let's make some chips. All right, here we are in Grapevine, Texas at Titans of CNC, and we got the man here with us, Titan Gilroy. Welcome back, buddy. Oh, man. Thanks for having me. What's up? Love having you guys down here. Titan, let me ask you. I'm going to ask you this question. I was going to ask Nick. Do you think I can become a CNC expert? Do you think I could do you it? Yeah, put the work in, man. You I got to put, put the work, work in. in. Yeah. <laughs> do I have what You it can't takes? delegate it. I think so. You got the money. Oh, I can't delegate that? Dang. Yeah. I don't do anything that I can't delegate yeah. <laughs> eventually. So no, maybe not. Maybe I can teach uh, one of my kids. I we'll think you have what that. it takes. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. If you need the pad on the back. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Well, in this episode of Making Chips, we're going to discuss what it takes to become a CNC expert, and how do you know if somebody is a CNC expert with the expert of experts, Titan Gilroy? So I'm looking forward to this conversation. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this will be great. Here we go. The day you stop learning is the day you stop growing. You live in an age of endless resources to equip and inspire you to be the best manufacturing leader you can be. So where should you start on your journey? Start with making chips. Your assistant coach and maybe one day professor, Jason Zanger, and your wannabe global sales and marketing expert, Nick Golner, will share what they've been learning, implementing, and practicing in this segment of Lessons for Manufacturing Leaders. So, Jason, we do this new segment now called Manufacturing Leadership Lessons, and you're always the one in the lab. Yeah. Learning the new I lessons. I read like three or four books a year. You read are like three or four books a month. Yeah. So, I and do. then the rest like of your reading. time you spend delegating. So that's right. 
<laughs> it, no, it's called automation. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Like sure. we talked about in our previous episode. So what's the lesson you're learning now, brother? Yeah. So I talked about before, we've got our book club at Zenger's where we read a book. It's kind of entry level, just way to get the team trained, like our team development. And we're reading a book right now called The Culture Code. Okay. It has the subtitle of Secrets of Highly Successful Groups. Okay. And it talks about the Navy SEALs a lot. It talks about the San Antonio Spurs, which I don't know if you guys know this. They're the most winning team in NBA history. Yeah. Not so much right now, but... They- Right. We're really good. So it talks about these three rules, safety, being vulnerable, and having a story. And I don't necessarily like the word safety, but what I like is that you can give someone cues that they belong sure. to the group, yeah, yeah. cues that they have a future with the group, sure. and then also being authentic. And that kind of goes to that notion of being vulnerable. It's like, as a leader, you got to let them know, I'm not perfect. I make mistakes. I need your help. And then the notion of a story is like, hey, we've got a vision for the future. I mean, Titan, we got the man here. He has a huge vision for right. CNC machining. And you got to tell people, hey, I'm taking you along this story. Like, look at that mountain that we're going to climb. Right. And that's what makes people want to be a part of that He also has group. like an unreal culture. And you do, Titan. We just talked about that at lunch. Like he's got this team and it feels like a family and they can have fun with each other. Yeah. So let's get into it. Did you set out to create like this great culture? Like how do you think that happened? I like to think about these things. Did you think about it? Did it just happen? How did it come about? I think, I guess one of my gifts would be vision. When I was homeless, when I had nothing, I always knew that something would happen. And I was always like swimming like a salmon. I just didn't know what it was going to be. When it was boxing, I was going to be the heavyweight champion of the world. You know what I mean? And then it was like manufacturing. It's like, oh, I'm going to have my own You didn't achieve it. You know what I mean? But you keep going and you create a new vision. But the whole point is I actually take that vision and I translate it to my people and I sell them on it. This is what the company is about. This is what I care about. Would you like to be part of my family? Yeah. And then together, we're going to change the industry. We're going to have a company founded on service. We're going to do all these different things and have a purpose behind the company. And when they get behind that, that's when you get tight. And you got to have a gut instinct. And I hire people that I just love to be around. I love it. And and that's the same thing with us. I mean, our vision was always to equip and inspire manufacturing leaders. And we had this vision that a manufacturing leader wasn't someone that just treated their employees critically. Like resources or machines, right? Like just a cog in the wheel, somebody that was expendable. Like the vision was we could teach manufacturing leaders to care about their people to create a vision for their company, to do what it takes to bring manufacturing to that next level, to a respected industry. Like you mentioned before, something that the politicians would notice, that they would say, we want to invest in manufacturing because we see these leaders doing great things. Like all three of us are fathers, right? And you just talked about- I believe I am. Do you want to follow my vision? Do you want to be a part of this family? And when you think about your role as a dad, you want your kids to feel like your family's going somewhere. My dad did a good job of this with us. There's a path. You don't have to work for the family business, but there's a path here. And if you want to be a part of it, this could be really awesome. And so it's like you build that family, you use family terms and that, then you create an amazing culture and it all starts with a leader with vision. Absolutely. Yeah. I think you have to be bold. You have to be strong in the vision, but you have to have respect for your people also. I think that's a huge thing. Oh, it is. Yeah, Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, we're nothing special. You know what I mean? To a certain degree, God has blessed us in different ways and we can't take 
that for granted. I always tell my people, I'm trying to shepherd these resources that I've been given and trying to help you be a part of this journey that I'm on. And I really believe that. And going back to what you said about being a father, if we're going to go real deep, you need to give a vision to your family. You need to have values as a family. You need to be like, this is our mission that we have on a day-to-day basis. And I've talked about this before. I'm leaving Chicago because like, I feel like my values as a family and like where I'm trying to lead my family just is not aligned with living in the city of Chicago. And so we're moving and I want to provide a better plan, a better vision for my family that just doesn't coincide with that. You know what else great manufacturing leaders do? What do they do? They do what they say they're going to do. And when we were here one year ago, we were talking with Titan. This is all recorded for people to hear. Yeah. Hey, I'm doing this thing, CNC expert, and it's coming soon. And it was just like starting to get off the ground. And we were like, hey, we're going to come back. Yeah. And And here we are. Here we are. Oh, man. Now we get to learn about it. So Thank you, man. If I could say something. Yeah, please. One thing that I'm cool saying, we all share our faith, right? Faith is a huge part of my life. And through my entire journey, I've realized that serving others is the most important thing you can do. Yeah, 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 100%. And I do that with my company. So when the customers come in, we were talking, I was like, hey, I'll come down at two in the morning. I will bring you parts. I'll do what it takes to serve you and like do a good job for you. When people come into this company, you ask anybody who's been here to this facility, like they leave with a t-shirt. They leave with (laughs) like in awe because I talk to all of my guys. I'm like, let's give them a service that they've never seen before in a machine shop. We got Hawaiian music in the bathrooms. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like different. even in the bathroom, we're gonna yeah. give you like something that you've never. You brought like 19 people to the door when we showed up today. I know, it I know, was awesome. Man. <laughs> but it's like you just have to do that. But as a man and a leader, I have to do that for my own family. Yes, yeah. right. Yeah, I have to serve my wife. I have to put the time into my kids. I have to do all those different things. And with my employees, the shop is beautiful. Everybody that comes in like gives me props on the shop. They also give me props on my team. Your team is amazing. I take such pride in my team and each individual man or woman. And my daily life is like just feeding into them and like really working to inspire them to be the greatest they can be. That's my job. Yeah. And it shows. It really does. It really does show. Give them a great place to work. And it wasn't always like that. Even when I didn't have the money to have the craziest machines and I didn't have so many machines, I was always an artist and creative. So through artistic ways, we painted walls and we did different things to make the shop nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of my favorite things about Titan. You would never think that he's an artist. He's an artist. And I used to do paintings too. We kind of share that. And it's just yeah, really cool. And if you go back to Titan, what you said about your team is a reflection of you as a leader and you need to care for them in order to bring them to that level. It's the same thing with being a parent. It's the best compliment that I can get is not somebody being like, oh, Jason, you're an amazing dad. I don't need to hear that. But when somebody goes to me and they're like, your kids are so good. I love having them over. I don't ever have any qualms about your kids wanting to come to our house because I know they're going to say please and thank you. They're going to respect us. They're going to do all the things that we expect. And it's just nice to have them. And it's the same thing. Yeah, 100%. And then when you do that in your family and when you do that in your business, it expands out. Mm -hmm. And that's what's so cool about what you've done is like you're mentoring the people here. 
and then it expands out to the curriculum to the thousands of people who if you go into like our facebook group Titans of cnc academy facebook group and then all my guys are in there and they're in there at night they're in there on the weekends and they're just teaching people and talking to people and lifting people up and they're sending me messages on a sunday and saying oh this person's having like a bad time or his company's struggling or he had whatever you know what i mean and yeah, i yeah. just love that the care that they were off they the actually clock. do exactly and they were still pouring into yeah. it yeah because yeah, they're living out a mission and they have that vision they're trying to get to it. Absolutely. They're not punching in and punching out. Exactly. So let's dive into the CNC experts thing. So like speaking you don't of You want to just vision, ramble on? For, I mean, well, we, I mean, that was uh, awesome. I mean, we probably yeah. could have kept going, but talking vision. So what inspired the vision for CNC experts? Because you always had the curriculum and this is something new. So what inspired that? I think it is the culmination of everything coming to one spot. I'm, being in the industry, I've suffered. I've laid people off. I've hired. I've worked for amazing companies. I've seen the good, the bad, the ugly. I've seen all of it. And even when I was doing the TV show and I go to all the different schools, I realized like, wow, nobody actually created legit curriculum. The teachers just don't know. So we built the curriculum. We're still building the curriculum and just taking it to another level. But it's like, how do you get certified? What's the end result? But certifications, everybody charges for them. They mean nothing. They're a piece of paper. Like, who cares? You're talking right. about CNC experts. It's like, oh, a 30-year-old guy should be a CNC expert, right? 30 years old. And I don't mean any disrespect, but it doesn't matter how long you've really been in the trade. It's to be respected that you've been in the trade, but what type of machines, what type of mentality, what type of tools, you know what I mean? Right, right. What type of philosophy, what kind of brain do you have to actually understand all the variables and at what level is each one? one you know what i mean yeah yeah like yeah how many so years vast. you've been doing and it that's what i love about metric. this trade is so vast so like we wanted to do something different when i put out hey i'm gonna hire i have 300 resumes come through i don't have time to read four you know what i mean sure yeah. so it's like I'll give it to my guys and I'll say, hey, pick out the top 10 and then I'll go look at it. Yeah, yeah. But even that, it's paper. And you'll say, oh, I ran these machines for, but I don't know their mentality. I don't know anything. But when I actually hired Barry, I said, hey, what parts can you actually send me? I won't show anybody else, but show me what you can actually make. Because once he sends me a part, if it's aluminum, it's aluminum. If he can take the same part from aluminum and give, put it in A286 or Monel or titanium or Inconel, and based on the tolerances and based on the surface finishes and the complexity of part, I will instantly know how good he is. Yeah. And then how long did it take you? You know sure, what I mean? Because sure. making a part isn't good enough. So with the same philosophy that I use to hire people based on what they can actually do, not a piece of paper, we built a entire social media platform called CNC Expert. It's cncexpert.com. It's entirely free. Any machinist in the world, there's over a hundred countries represented right now, but any machinist, you can be in high school. We don't allow anybody to contact high school students. You contact their teachers, Teacher. but you can be a machinist in industry. You can be a company. You can be a retiree just doing cool things in your garage and you can post all your projects in this incredible place and people can comment on them and, and you can talk to each other and contact each other and then kids can actually go in there and actually all their titans of CNC, the building blocks, the rocket, like all of it. 
five axis. They can actually take their parts and they can get certified for CAD, CAM, CNC. You see a solid model in there that you can actually see the part and it has the skills standards attached to it, but you can see the part. And when they get certified, they drop into industry, a pool of industry, and people can hire them right there. It's a platform, a social platform created for machinists by machinists. If I could say it solves five problems. One is certification. One is getting hired after you get certified, just getting hired, period. Third is hiring skilled labor. There are people and machinists from all these different countries and cities, you know what I mean? And you can just contact them. So getting hired if you're the machinist and hiring if you're looking for one, which pretty much everybody is. Exactly. And then finding customers for your work. And we have a guy like John Schaefer is one of our uh, guys that has a small group. like church, right? And he actually, on the side, he actually teaches people who actually do the curriculum. They can come to his shop and actually make the parts and he'll make sure that they do it right. And then he just did a post the other day and he's like, hey, I'm over here machining parts that I actually got from a customer that sought me out on CNC Expert. You know what I mean? So it's just super inspiring that people are now getting work. So their profiles where they can actually put pictures of their parts and videos of their parts and documentations and inspection sheets and all of it, customers can go in there and judge them on their workmanship of how they made their profile and their type of parts and just contact them for free. And everything's free. Certifications is free. All of it's free. You can get customers and then customers can find vendors. That's the fifth thing. You know what I mean? So basically the five problems that everybody struggles with, those are the problems that we're solving. And just every week, thousands of people are going on there. And it's our team doing the inspection for CAD and CAM, but we've already had over 8,000 submissions for like CAD and CAM certifications. It's crazy. That is crazy. So let me see if I remember the five. Finding customer. Certifications, education, solving education. Give them curriculum and yeah. then certify them for that. And you're certified based on the part, not just a piece of paper. Okay. That's okay. number one. Okay. Then hiring. Then getting them hired, getting a job. Sure. And they yeah. get a job based on what they can actually make. Okay. That's two. That's two. And then you're the person hiring. Yeah. That's three. Three, right. Okay. So one is like the guy's getting hired. Yeah. I need a job. The other one is there's this skills gap. Yeah. I need to Everyone find needs labor. To hire somebody. So you find labor there. Third one is like I need to find customers to actually give my shop work or me and my garage work. And the fourth one is actually finding vendors. So there's like both sides of the coin, right? Because when I looked at your website, I thought it was just a way for machinists to get connected with manufacturing leaders to hire them. I didn't know that it was this in-depth, you'd call it like a social media platform, which I think, 100%. yeah, that's amazing. I love it. But you talk about finding vendors. Would that be like me as like a tooling supplier? I would go on there and kind of like show my profile as somebody that yeah, they can do business You can with. actually put your shop in there. You can actually build a profile and then people can contact you and you can contact people. Oh, great. Okay. All and right. then we don't want it to be like such a salesy no, of course, right, right. thing and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's more to get people jobs and stuff. But if you're a machinist, you post your work. And yeah. the people that need those parts or those types of parts, they can look at your work and say, this person's qualified based on these beautiful parts and actually contact you to actually do it. Because finding vendors, people are always saying like, oh, I can't find work and stuff. It is easy to find customers if you do good work and you actually understand how to sell yourself. CNC Expert is just an amazing way to sell yourself and your profile, the page, your project, if you actually just grab it and you share it, you just 
post it on LinkedIn, it comes out beautiful. I don't know if you've seen any of the posts I've done, like they're absolutely stunning. So we designed it in a way it's better than your website. You oh, don't wow. go to websites anymore. Who goes to, <laughs> how many websites do you go to? Right, and right, you actually yeah. read. Nobody goes there. Yeah. So you can actually post your profile on LinkedIn, on Facebook. They can just click into it. They can just go through. They can hit a thing that shows like a gallery of your work and stuff, and they can check it out. If you can send it to a, a future employer, maybe your yeah. parent, anybody, and it's just stunning. One of the big things that we have coming out um, just in a few weeks is influencers. You actually, people call us influencers we're an education platform that's incredibly popular right and we bring awareness to the trade so i guess we do influencing but people will actually be on there and when you actually create a profile it'll be like hey here's the most popular shops in the world here's the most active taking the spotlight shining it on other people here's this and this and then you can follow them and then as they actually do it, you can talk to them. So we'll have a page just like Facebook and you can actually post your own projects and they can actually respond. So you, yeah, you can just do it all right there. We're all like influencers, right? Yeah. And I hate the word. And so does Jason. And I don't want to be an influencer. I don't want to be like someone selling lip kits, getting a billion dollars for posting. Lip kits? with a lip you kit? You know, when you think influencers, you think of all these girls on Instagram trying to sell some makeup or something. I don't want to be one of those. World is changing. But the reality is like we got a lot of followers for our podcast. You've got a lot of followers for all the platforms that you're on. And so we hope that our influence actually helps other people. Influence you know? doesn't just like yeah. pour into ourselves and get us more money. I think when you hear the word influencer, there's like this skeptical thing. And when you think about these digital platforms, like what you just described, people are going to be skeptical of certain things. How do you spell that, Nick? Skeptical. 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 Yes. I think there's a couple B's in there. But what I'm thinking about right now is what would the skeptic say? And so you, you see all these like two-sided marketplaces now. We match the supplier with the vendor. We do this or we do that. And then there's always like, some sort of way that they're capturing some revenue. And you're saying that everything you do is free. And we're talking to an audience of business leaders and they're thinking, well, what's the catch? Let me just talk about like influencer, right? Because I don't necessarily like the term because there's a lot of people that you look at as influencers and other industries and other places that maybe influence in a negative way or a superficial or whatever, right? right? right, But if you look at our trade, our trade is so genuine, man. We have such good people. Mm -hmm. If somebody's popular on social media, for machining, whether it be NYCNC or whoever it is, right? Yeah. yeah. These guys are helping people become better yeah, machinists. Yeah, John's a good dude. So you are an influencer because you're influencing. And if you use certain tools and you use certain things, people are like, hey, I'm not going to reinvent the wheel. Right. So I'm going to actually do that. Thank you, you for teaching I mean? me that. Right. Exactly. But it's a respected thing because it's our industry. Not everybody's so lucky. So do we influence? We 100% influence. If I run a machine and I run it a certain speed and I teach you how to do it and I do my education on that control and I tell you every facet of the control and how to do it and you know that it's hard to find people and I can get all these kids and basically have them just go through all these tutorials and learn this and I don't have to teach them. Like you're going to buy the same machine. Like it makes perfect sense. So for me, I got to make sure that I partner with the right people, the right platforms, and then have a variety. And that's why I do Tormach and Haas and Tucson or DN Solutions. And I was doing Makino and DMG Mori and now Heller because I want to do it on all levels to teach all people and show that the trade is vast. Yeah. And I think everybody can be an influencer and you don't have to influencing thousands through making chips and you're influencing millions through titans of CNC. But I mean, you could just influence the people 
in your shop. You know yeah, what I mean? Hundred yeah, percent. It's like one of those words that just gets a bad rap for the word. It does. But, but being an influencer is a good thing. If you look at faith, yeah, and right. You look at the Lord and you look at Jesus and stuff. Yeah. One of the things that He calls you to is influence. Yeah, absolutely. But it's being in tune with the Holy Spirit to allow it to move it Him to move right, and actually right. touch people's lives. But it's all influence. Yeah, and He influenced twelve, and He really poured into three. And look what that turned all into. All those 12 goes out to the world. Yeah. He was the greatest business leader of all time. There you go. <laughs> That's awesome. So you've already really kind of like blown my mind by this platform is way more in depth than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was just maybe like a job board with some kind of certification behind it. You're like, this is a social media platform. So what does the future roadmap look like for CNC experts? How big is this thing going to get? I always tell people, like, there's no rule books in manufacturing. <laughs> and I'll talk to people, again, how to get work, how to make parts, how to do these different things, and, and trust your gut. You put the time in, so just because they say it can't be done, if you know it can be done, then go do it. In this trade, I look outside the trade at great leaders. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't have anybody, like, necessarily mentoring me. So I read books and I do mostly audio books and I'll like look at great leaders that did great things and I'll take inspiration from them. Sure. From this building. The building is designed in a way that nobody else from the picture on the back to the way my doors are, the way the entire shop is set up, it's unlike anybody else's shop because I'm an individual person right. with an individual sense of style You're and, not following and all of that. a path that was like predetermined exactly. for you. Yeah. And I know that I'm in, people are looking at manufacturing, making judgments, whether they'll come in or leave based on what they see in my shop. So it's important to me to have an amazing shop. Right on. When I look at a social media platform, I always had a vision for it. I didn't know if it was going to be possible, but I looked outside our industry and I read and I just got around the right people, the talent. You can be Elon Musk. Do you know how to run a CNC? Probably not, but he understands how to put himself around the right people that can make anything and therefore he can make anything and therefore he is an expert in manufacturing right yeah, you know no, what i mean that does there make you sense. Go. so we actually now hire software engineers one of my engineers this guy michael he actually created a company that actually it's a photo sharing app and they had 400 million subscribers wow 400 million so when i'm looking at cnc expert i'm not just making a platform i'm making the best platform. Wow. And I'm making it from a mind of a machinist and what's important as an owner of a company looking at potential employees or a customer looking for vendors. I'm looking at what is truly needed based on what I've learned. And then I'm surrounding myself with the most talented people to do something that the industry has never seen before. And then coming back to the faith and then putting it out in a way, partnering with the right company so you can put it out for absolutely free. Because I don't want to touch this many. Like I don't want to touch a thousand people. Right. I want to touch a hundred million people. Yeah. You're finding influential companies, influential partners. Talk about influencers. Some of these yeah. companies are great influencers. And you're saying, hey, come follow this vision. If you believe in it too, help me make this free. That's awesome. Everybody wants to change the trade. Everybody wants to like solve the skills gap. Everybody wants to do these different things. I give them a path forward. I give them a vision. And I'm like, this is how we're going to do it. We're going to do it through education. We're going to do it through yeah. creating this incredible platform. 
We're going to make it for free. We're going to give it to all teachers and all shops for free. Everybody wants to train their own employees, but they don't know how. Now you have free curriculum. Right. And the partners, of course, we use their machines. They sell a ton of machines. Sure. No, no offense, but we are IMTS and Emo 365 days a year because we actually post six videos per day every single day. Yeah. Wow. And a lot of people are watching that. I mean, I'm seeing them when they come out. So the other thing that I think people could be skeptical of is like you were too like a piece of paper means nothing people can get a certification in anything and like there's all these online courses everywhere right so an online course and you can get all the answers right now you got a certification from whatever that website was so what have you done to make that certification more legit because you have like people involved it's not just like some piece of software that says oh well you got certified because you passed the test so talk about that a little bit the way that we certify when you go to spacex or blue origin right they give you a print and a model and to the specifications on the print, you make a part and it's inspected and they have tolerances and it's inspected and it's signed off, right? Sure, and right. it's accepted or rejected. And then exact same process is done with CNC experts. So every single part, whether it be a CAD CAM or CNC is actually inspected by a real person and based on a print and the way that the tolerances are every measurement is calculated and measured and basically it's signed off. There's been probably 2000 rejections. Really? Wow. Yeah. yeah. So are they sending parts to Titans of CNC? So they how does send this the CAD and the CAM to us. Okay. And then we certify legit inspectors and machinists and we qualify them to actually be the second signature on an inspection document so the student would actually inspect their own part whether it be the chamfers or ten thousands with a plus or minus five thousands or whatever like they'll actually inspect it it'll have the tolerance it's a bubbled print so they'll just like go down one two three four and they'll just put each dimension as they measure it then this inspector will actually put their measurement and so long it's all jives and it's two prints they both sign it off. They upload it into our back end and we get it. We see that the inspector is in our database and we know everybody. And basically we sign off the certificate. It pops up on CNC Expert. It's right there. They can share it on social media and they can print it out. Wow. That's great. There is nothing more legit. This is yeah. legit. And the biggest thing about this legitimacy is like their actual parts on the certificate. I could literally pull up pictures of all these young people. They actually uh, get these little briefcases and they actually cut out the foam and they put all their Titan parts in it. And that's the resume that they actually take to yeah, their job. Yeah, because it's about parts, not paper. It's about parts. That's great. And then that 17-year-old kid who's graduating can go into a shop and say, I actually machined all of these parts and they're looking at it. it's 3D surface and ISO grid and all these different things. And it's like, oh, I used this key cutter and I did this and I designed them, I programmed them and I machined them and I saved time by doing this, this and this. And, and this is, anybody's going to give that kid oh a, my a gosh. job. Yeah. yeah. I wish about 20 of those kids would walk into my shop. If you give a piece of paper and it said, I machined 10 parts. It could okay. be anything. Right. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Maybe everything was set up for you exactly. and you showed up in front of the machine and ran the cycle. Yeah. But I got to give props to just there's so many different teachers that are teaching this now and it's spreading all over the place. Gabriel, man, like up in Michigan, his platform is so, so it's Gabriel Coons, like K-O-O-N-S. And he actually just spoke at this big event in front of 20 other teachers to teach them CNC expert in the curriculum and literally got Michigan. He's getting Michigan to make it so Titans of CNC is the preferred curriculum in the state. 
Wow. That's yeah, awesome. It's amazing. And that's happening like all over now. That's and good. even in other countries, it's awesome. That's amazing because every manufacturer has made the mistake of hiring somebody that had that piece of paper and then they get on the shop floor and they don't perform yeah. how they said that they could. You can tell a lot by a part. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? You can't fake People a look at surface finishes. I don't care if it says it's a 63 or a 125. If you look at the surface finish and you look at the chamfers and you look at the intricate details and you look inside the thread and if there's no chatter and it's just glistening, like mm-hmm. I'd always tell my guys, like, make it like jewelry. Yeah. yeah. It's a work of art. And one thing that I really looked at as far as being a vendor, I looked at packaging and boxing. You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. I really put the money into the way I did it because when people gathered at one of my customers around one of my boxes, I wanted them to like talk about how it was packaged and how the part looked like a piece of jewelry. And when engineers would be like, dude, these parts look like jewelry, like that's like that's yeah, the best right yeah. there. So how do you become one of these inspectors? We just interviewed Ken Parent, Jason, a great guy. I think he's an inspector, actually, but I don't know how he became one. So how does that work? We put out on social media that we're going to open up our shop. So we had lunch for two days. We did all the teaching. It's 100% free for everyone, right? So I just was like, you just have to get here, but they have to be legit. They have to like sign on and follow the rules. And we have a group on Facebook for those inspectors. So every day we're constantly talking to them and we're updating prints and doing all these different things. So on social media, we put it out that, hey, we're actually going to have this event and then people sign up for the event and we'll have it probably in another couple months. So we'll do it again. And I believe we already have over a hundred. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's great. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I get how you can do the CAD and the CAM sent here, Yeah. but like parts being sent here all the time from all over the world could get a little complicated. Exactly. So you have the inspectors who are more local to... So we haven't done it. So nobody outside, but outside people, I know like from Canada and different places, some of the inspectors are now making money. I don't take a cut. But I told them from the beginning, like, if people, shops, students want their parts inspected, then just figure out what your hourly rate is for that and just let them know and you can charge them for them. I don't charge them for anything, but these guys are spending their time. So companies are actually making money now doing that. That makes sense. Yep. So Jason, you had this awesome LinkedIn post that went relatively viral here. (laughs) And you said, hey, we're going to be with Titan. Ask him anything. And Ken, who I was just talking about, had a question. Yeah. What was it? He had a question for Titan. Sup, Ken? (laughs) Ken says, is CNC expert trying to become the new standard for manufacturing above the traditional standard like a NIMS? Is this a replacement for NIMS? Is it aligned with their curriculum? Is it entirely different? What's your perspective on kind of where you're headed with CNC expert and the certification and everything? It's an entirely different. Okay. NIMS is what they teach is very basic. Yeah. Most of it is obsolete or on a very low level. And if we in the United States had an amazing platform, I would just be making space parts and making, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You're trying to fill a because void. Because there was no certification. There was nothing that was like legit. That's why we actually did this. And one thing that we're doing is we're incorporating schools, machinists, shops, real industry. And when you asked me earlier about like, how is it legitimate? Because the biggest companies, even Lockheed, has said, 
if you actually do it, we will hire you. Right. And they respect Titans of CNC. So all the government, whoever, they can say whatever they want. But at the end of the day, if you do our parts and you actually do that and you go on CNC Expert and you get jobs, that's what speaks. Yeah, the proof you know is in I mean? the parts yeah. and the jobs and the real profit yeah. that people make. I don't want to like dog anybody. And it's hard because a lot of schools, like the government funds NIMS and then it's like, I don't know all, I want to be very careful here, but it's sad that schools to get grants or do certain things, they have to adhere to a certain standard. And that standard is just low level. Yeah. Government instituted standards have a tendency not to keep up yeah. with the real exactly. world. There's no five axis standards. Right. I think that's what you've done is you've created something that is yeah. real world. So we're teaching you, legit five yeah. axis. There are standards and skills attached to it, the parts and at the end of the day, what does a part look like? How does it meet print? And you need to be able to show that to your employer to get a job. Nice. Well, like Nick said, we did ask manufacturing leaders out there to, what do you want to ask Titan? Can you stick around for a little while? We can ask you some yeah, questions. Yeah, man, let's go. Let's do we it. We had some hard-hitting questions in there. One of them was from yours truly. And I wanted to know, do you think you can bench press Jason Zanger? Bench press what? <laughs> Jason Zanger. This oh. guy right here. I'm only a buck 90. You think 90. you could bench him? He might be kind of squirmy, but I'm sure yeah, I can do I'm it. I'm only buck 90. <laughs> Not squirmier than I was in the back of the plaid, though. What can you bench press, Titan? You really asking me? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't know, man. I'm probably in the 330s, 340s okay. right now. Yeah, okay. I used okay. to be over... Well, Jason's not 330 pounds, so... No. Like about 10 years ago, I was at like the fours. Wow. Then I used to own my own gym. Like That's I had an right. MMA yeah. gym yeah. and stuff. yeah. But now I just, I'm different on the way that I lift. Every morning I go to work out. I love it. You're not but trying to kill yourself. Higher anymore. reps. Yeah. Yeah. I'm older, man. I'm 53 now. Yeah. You got to be careful when you And you're I got older. all these young guys. So I got to mess with them. You know what I mean? So I yeah. got to keep in shape just to mess with these guys. There you go. I go to the gym a lot and it's purely, I've got a four year old. I need to make sure he can't beat yeah. me up. <laughs> I got to yeah. be able to I stay. think when he's like five, he's probably going to be able to beat Jason up. But right now, yeah. <laughs> I've got another couple months. <laughs> Art used to be my thing, right? Where yeah, yeah. I could just relax. But now it's like, whether I'm home or I'm at work, you're just going, going, going. So I actually love going to the gym in the morning yeah. and just having like some time to myself. And yeah. I like going to the gym in the evening. I don't yeah. know what it is. I just, I don't like doing it in the morning. Yeah, I can't personally. do it at night. I used to do it in the evenings, but then I'd always feel guilty about the kids. And I'm a night person. Yeah. So I had to train myself to actually wake yeah, up. My early. wife will train me not to do it at night because if I'm gone and after working and then I go and work out, mm -hmm. I'm going to hear about it. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> so, takeaway from the episode, real quick, Jason, main takeaway before we get into this whole list of questions. It was a lot here. So, there's a lot here. And I'm just, I'm overwhelmed by the vision that Titan has for it. I think that that's the bottom line is if you think about Titan's history, and again, you can go back to a previous episode and hear that. And and just the vision that he has for manufacturing. I mean, this is going to be big in the future. And I'm just really encouraged by what you're doing for the industry, Titan. Yeah. Thank you, man. Hey, Jason, what's the first thing you think of when I say the word setups? You're not making chips <laughs> yeah, and you're right. not making money. Yeah, exactly. It's one of the biggest battles that can hold you back as a manufacturer. Absolutely. So enter the lean setup guide from Pro Shop. Okay. What's that? This guide can help anyone, whether you're a pro shop user or not, but pro shop users have experienced a 50% reduction in setup time because the software builds these lean principles into their process. Yeah. So it's a totally free download. You can go to proshoperp.com slash 50 and you can get your copy of the lean setup guide. Bam. I think I could put my takeaway in one quick sentence that I said earlier. It's about parts, not paper. Yeah. And there you go. people who can make great parts 
are awesome for this industry. Before we go, though, if you liked listening to the episode, we flew all the way out to Texas to do this. There's a couple things you could do for us. If you could rate and review the podcast on whatever you're listening to, Spotify, Apple, whatever. Yeah, share it with your friends. And then share it with your friends. Rate, review, and refer it to somebody else. That would be awesome. And if you're interested in what Titan was talking about today... What do you want him to do, Titan? Go to cncexpert.com and basically anybody can create a free profile. You can do it, your kids, anybody. And actually, if you go to the top, you can see the academies are up there. You can click on those. But yeah, get certified. Uh, And how long does it take to set up that profile? Five minutes tops. Five minutes. Then it's how many parts do you want to actually post? Do you have parts and how creative you get? So people spend hours and hours on there because they're building a resume on CNC They're trying to become one of Titan's influencers, man. There you go. I love it. man. So go to cncexpert.com. Because if you're not making chips, you're not making money. Bam. Bam. Bam.